Hey, how you guys doing? Spooky some brothers comics. Welcome to uh, the Marvel Hacks or Brothers Comics podcast of the X Men the animated series. This is where we recap uh, the monumental show from the early '90s of X Men the animated series. On the live night, we for at least a bit we have the full uh, crew of the uh, Brothers Comics team on the line. That's Salmon. Salmon, say what's happening. Uh, I'm wearing the wrong shirt, y'all. So you gotta just like yeah. adjust the camera some yeah. shit. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> you know what? The, a funny joke is that. Uh, oh, look at that twenty side. Uh, a funny <laughs> joke. I was listening to one of our old podcasts when we were talking about House of X, and um, we were talking about the the music and from the MCU, and how you get like hype when the Avengers thing come comes on. And brother, like, are you, I say, man, you said that you had bought some of the like soundtracks or whatever. And Brother Beavis made it. Like, so did you buy the uh, Batman versus Batman versus Superman soundtrack? <laughs> <laughs> no lady. That's an old joke you had to be listening to years of podcast to get it. Oh, my God. Ongoing, bro. What's going on, bro? Brother Beavis, say hello. Oh, sorry. I didn't know you threw it to me. You, you So I, the other thing I want to say is, so I still have the cage up primarily because I'm lazy, but I just realized we missed – like a tremendous opportunity on the Road Warrior Tribute Show. Like every time you hand it off, you should have said, tell them, whoever, because I was watching a couple of videos and like every transit, tell them, Paul, tell them, Hawk, tell them, Animal. So they would totally miss it. So you should have said, tell them, Brother Beavis. Tell and then I would have told them, but I didn't know. Yeah. No. Nice. So. Yeah. Hey, I, that one still is a little bit bothersome. I, hadn't, I, I saw the story that they were like, he was on like some honeymoon vacation with his wife or whatever, whatever something to that effect. And, you know, came back to the room and it was a wrap. So, fuck. Yeah. Anyway, also on the line, at least for early parts of this, is Big Hutch. What's going on, man? Good evening to all you happy people. Yeah, he's going to be char- uh, charging off here shortly because he has work tomorrow. Uh, so, if you watch. Yeah, I do have part, work tomorrow. Yeah, he's going to uh, dip out. Maybe uh, we can clown him enough to keep him we get here. started here. So, right, tonight's talk show. About my- my Your boy Bishop, or whatever socks. Whatever yeah, exactly. That that's what I. That's what I was thinking. You're dipping because you don't want to have to shit run uh, um, Bishop uh, for uh, 45 minutes because uh, he is your favorite Marvel character in the X Men. Yeah, I, well, I also like the Sandman. I'm going DC. Yeah, backsliding. <laughs> yeah, that's like, always one. That's like uh, Elseworlds DC, though, isn't, isn't that right, like that? It is. Right, yeah. it's that Kingdom Come stuff. So yeah, because mainstream DC sucks. It's only the the side angle side stories that are yeah, worth hearing. Nice. That's that's where Marvel's going now. So sure, Marvel I'll doesn't even have mainstream. Everything's side angle exactly. side stories. <laughs> I was I, I was thinking about all y'all the other day since Sandman's the only one that's on Twitter. But I guess the new Baldur's Gate uh, <laughs> premiering this week, and I was just like, oh my god, not Baldur's Gate. Like oh, as, as an online game, game or whatever. I What's like, new I like about the fifth, it? The three thousand time has come out. What's Boy. new about it? <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, I've never played it. I just know the <laughs> names and all, so I'm like, uh oh, not Baldur's Gate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got it around here somewhere. This is games there, the nineties. So yeah, oh. so yeah, we're gonna watch season two, episodes seven and eight tonight. Uh, it's the uh, time fugitive. Um, it's a and where uh, apparently the money was short. Uh, so they really <laughs> <laughs> fucking superimposed Bishop 
or and or and, uh, cable into some episodes that they had already drawn. Uh, it's really like some um, like a Freaky Friday shit where they just do yeah. twin cameras, and uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, but we'll walk it, watch it. Uh, Hutch, you gotta leave, man. I got all many, so many jokes I, about apocalypse. Right, I, apocalypse I uh, pretending to be a black thing. man. Come I on, respect man. the X Men too much. It's the, it's full of pages we already seen that we have to pay for. <laughs> right, <that>. exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's like an annual, but worse. Uh, we're going to do that. But before we get into that, and this is why Hutch is hanging around before we start, uh, I guess yesterday, uh, Eddie Van Halen passed away, age 65, uh, throat cancer. Uh, he'd been, he'd had cancer for a while. Like, it was kind of an off and on thing for a bit. Um, so he died again. If you are watching the video from this, you're seeing, you know, one of these things is not like the other. But. <laughs> Uh, our musical tastes are quite varied or whatever. And, you know, and I'll tell the story about Brother Beavis and I in a little bit, but, you know, we'll let Brother Beavis lead on this, you know, Van Halen, uh, obviously a, a monster rock group from the 80s or whatever, had a huge influence, you know, in our youth or whatever. So Brother Beavis, you know, that kind of loss in the rock world, can I explain that? Yeah, I mean, the 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 part of it that, makes it sort of super weird is that they've been out of the spotlight for like ever. They had the, the most recent reunion tour with David Lee Roth, who's an absolute farce at this point. But yeah, this, the, the hard part is that, you know, they don't talk. There's never any news out of them. You know, he was sick, you know, he got over cancer before and there were always rumors of reunion and stuff like that. And, and, you know, they really haven't put out any real music since the last thing they put out was like a remix of some stuff they wrote when they were first together in the 70s. So, the you know, the band has been stagnant for a while. And so in a certain sense, this has sort of been kind of inevitable. But, yeah, it absolutely sucks. It's, um, you know, it's it's the person that like many people who play guitar will point back to it's, you know, the people will draw a line straight from like Jimi Hendrix to Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen, as far as like people who fundamentally changed guitar and inspired people to play. Uh, and I know like the first time I heard eruption, I was like, what the fuck is that? Um, yeah. And, you know, then you, you find out stuff like, you know, he did the solo for beat it and everything else. And, you know, by all accounts, well, I mean, you know, so obviously he had his own problems and everything else, but, you know, by all accounts, just a really kind of great guy and, and the folks that like just idolized him that have met him and just how welcoming and encouraging he was. Yeah. It's a, a tremendous loss, but you know, it, again, like cancer motherfucker that it yeah. is. Okay. Um, yeah, that's awful. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's awful. I mean, and you know, kind of picking it up from there, I, again, uh, uh, the story or whatever, brother Beavis and I, like we met in ninth grade, and we met through junior achievement, you know, Google it. I don't think that shit even exists anymore. And, you know, we met there and it was like some sort of junior achievement um, program or something like that. That was out at the Salem Mall. Google that, too, because uh, it don't exist either. <laughs> and, um, we were out there and Brother Beavis like went to, you know, Again, all these things you have to Google. I don't know if it was Sam Goody or some other music store that existed in the mall at the time. And he went and bought a tape from Van Halen. And the, the funny part of the story, we told the story not on here before, but we talk about it all the time. And, you know, he put it in his headphones and it just like snapped, you know, like the tape, like the one time through. 
No, actually, so that's partially true. So I bought two tapes, tapes, cassettes. Tapes, yeah. One of them it. was uh, Van Halen one, mm. uh, which was just obviously Van Halen at that time. But and uh, yeah, that was that was that was part of the story. But the other, the tape that was like it was only had heads and like no tape on it was Rat Invasion of Your Privacy. Okay. So the Van Halen cassette was fine, but the Rat oh, tape okay. was like, <laughs> and it just shut off. <laughs> that was it, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, so but I mean, that that absolutely happened. That was, but that was the first function. The first functioning cassette I bought mm. uh, was Van Halen. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, we, you know, I I have a lot of you know rock whatever history, you know, that I learned from Brother Beavers or whatever, you know. And again, playing it back here for us, even as you know, three black dudes or whatever, we all have we all watched MTV, we all watched the Hot for Teacher video. All knew about Eddie Van Halen playing the solo on "Beat It," you know, for Michael Jackson or whatever. I mean, we knew those type of things. It was just like, you know, that's the kind of music that you know. It's like, hey, you know, I know who that is, and then like if you were rocking it in the car or anything like that. No, you couldn't rock that in our car. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm in our neighborhood. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, yeah. I didn't you right, I didn't know anything about, I mean I heard the song Running with the Devil and Eruption, yeah. but I didn't know who sang them. Mm-hmm. But right, when the MTV came out and nineteen eighty four came out, you got to see them and all the crazy stuff that they did, at least on stage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I got into them, I guess, and then and then David Lee Lockroft left and did his solo thing. He was a dickhead. And they yeah. right, they brought in Sammy Hagar, and I yeah. listened to them when he was. They were Van Halen with Sammy Hagar. Yeah, yeah, Hagar. It's, yeah. It's such a weird history with the band or whatever. Like after he leaves, and you get Sammy Hagar, and you get the that one dude that was there for one album. It was Jerry Sherrod. Yeah, that was like, wait, what? This dude, and then they bring back David Lee Roth for like a brief stint, and then like, you know what? This ain't gonna work again. <laughs> like we're just done with this. Hey. Hated him so much. Like yeah. And then, uh, brother, tell us why is Mark Anthony not in the group? Like Michael it, Anthony. Yeah, um, I, I think uh, so. Up to and including 1984, um, the 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 tension was he was not he was not involved in the writing to mm-hmm. the degree that like Eddie and Eddie would write most of the music and Dave would write the lyrics to it, and they would credit Alex for whatever his contributions are. But for the most part, Michael Anthony didn't write music and so closer to the end of their run through 1984 they all fucked him over and they they wrote him out of the band and made him a a basically a a paid they they instead of instead of sharing in in the van halen instead of being part of the band they made him a contract worker to play Mm. and then when uh, yeah pretty much (laughs) and so then when sammy hagar came in he and sammy were were really tight and after they split up he made the mistake of like, um, I guess being too close to Sammy Hagar mm-hmm. and eventually got fired from fired. the band. Mm-hmm. So when they reunited with, um, when they reunited with David Lee Roth, they didn't bring Michael Anthony back. They brought in Wolfgang as the bass mm-hmm. player. And I, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. I, I mean, in retrospect, maybe let's look at that as maybe Eddie was wondering how long the run would be. And he always wondered what it'd be like to play with his son. And he'd rather yeah. do that than bring in Michael Anthony. I mean, mm-hmm. let's hope it was something like that because I mean, I think Michael Anthony legitimately is one of the nicest guys in the world. And mm-hmm. he was a big part of the band. Even if like his, 
you know, as far as he would, you know, there's, they will say like he was taught, Eddie taught him how to play the bass and whatever. His voice and the backing vocals was a big part of that band. Um, and there isn't really a Van Halen sound without him. And if yeah. other people play, you know, outside of the guitar solos, if other people play like a Van Halen song, if Michael Anthony is involved, like with, you know, the chicken foot band that he's in with Sammy Hagar or just anybody getting around jam, it sounds like Van Halen because of Michael Anthony's vocals. And he's a big mm-hmm. part of that band. And he's been sort of written out of the history to some degree, which is which is really kind of fucked up. But, yeah. you know, for now, let's think that, like, you know, Eddie got a chance to play those songs. He had to put up with Dave, but at least, he, you know, he had his son there for him. And I'm sure that was special for both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I got a question. Why is David Lee Roth writing the, or telling the stories about the Van Halens now? I mean, that yeah, that part of it. I, yeah, I, I don't know if they were still friendly at the end. Yeah, they had each other's guts. Yeah, so the common they were always at odds, right? And so I guess the common the common narrative now is that that you know for a while Dave sort of kept it under control, uh, under the under the assumption that he like Dave has has a if Dave never plays again, he said he has ventures outside the world. He's a he's a fan, you know he's an interesting individual. He's got his own shit. But there was a perception, there's a, a speculation that he sort of like kept it on the down low just under the prospects of eventually he would be able to get back in a reunion, which he did to a degree. And so I think at a, a certain point he wrote that off and then he went out on his own and he did his Vegas stint with like five guys that could have been made of cardboard yeah, because right. they were playing the tracks in the back and he was just out there croaking away. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I think that yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, he's literally one of the worst lead singers in terms of vocals. Yeah, ever. I mean, in terms of like, there's a there's a difference between front man and lead singer. Yeah. So in terms of front man, he's no, one he's of the, the great best. like yeah. him, Vince <laughs> Neil, Ozzy Osbourne, great yeah. front man. Yeah. Terrible lead singers. Couldn't lead. <laughs> couldn't hold a tune for anything. Yeah, that, that's very interesting. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I guess when I saw it the other day, I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. Oh, yeah, when you know, it's it was not a it was not a surprise. It's like everything else; it's not a surprise, but it's still shocking. Yeah, and pretty much it. you know, you sent that text, and my reaction was mm-hmm. "fuck," period. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's exactly what it is. It's like yeah. "fuck." It's somebody else that's gone. Yeah. Whatever you were counting on or hoping for. It's not going to happen now, and that's the yeah, fucked that, up that part. that reunion tour that you're like, I know it's going to happen. Right. It's going to happen. It ain't going to happen. Well, they came out. I saw something today. They were actually saying, like, they were in 2019, there was speculation that they were going to get back together with Michael Anthony. It was still would have been mm-hmm. David Lee Roth, which I think kind of sucks. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, they could, his health wouldn't allow that. So Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, just, and like, I mean, nobody that, whatever, whoever listens to this, you never know who the hell's going to listen to it. No, no holograms. Please don't put the hologram of, day, uh, of freaking uh, Eddie Allen out there playing the guitar or whatever. Don't do that. To throw it back to the Brothers uh, comics of people about this Van Halen thing, that solo on Beat It or whatever, one, you know, at literal niggas in the street like, <laughs> but two, there was a rumor back in the day, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, that, oh, man, yeah, like, you know, everybody knew Eddie Van Halen did that, but there was, like, this alleged, like, tension or whatever. Like, he didn't, like, he wasn't in the beat, he wasn't in the beat it video. You know, they had, like, some, you know, rando just out there playing in the guitar and 
community or whatever, like there was some version of tension. But if you read the backstory that was in like Rolling Stone, like with the story about that or whatever, like it wasn't that at all. I mean, he, you know, he just, he wasn't in the video, but it wasn't like there was some sort of, you know, like this tension, like, oh, I can't, you know, remember MTV is completely different back then. They weren't playing black artists or whatever. I think what Billie Jean was the first black artist to, a black song or black artist to appear on MTV or whatever, which was before Beat It. So, I mean, did y'all ever hear that rumor saying, man, Hutch? Like, you hear that rumor that was like there was some sort of beef with Michael Jackson and, and Eddie Van Halen about that? That's all news to me. I never heard that, which I'm surprised because uh, we hit, we always heard that it was Eddie Van Halen on the guitar mm-hmm. about the video, but I, I didn't hear about any uh, beef uh, besides that. He, a beef with uh, Michael? Or over money or something? Or well, what? I think like this, like, hey, you know, you're Eddie Van Halen. You're in the, one of the greatest rock bands in the world. You're not going to be out there, you know, shredding from some Negro. So, Hutch, do you hear, ever hear that rumor? I heard, I heard the rumor that supposedly Michael Jackson didn't write beat. It was somebody else. And yeah. that somebody else uh, called Eddie in to do the guitar solo. And he was, and Getty Van Halen was drunk, and he didn't know that they were recording, and he right. did it. And then yeah. Quincy Jones got a hold of it or something, and Michael Jackson did what he did, and mm. they put it out there, and Eddie was listening to it, and some kid was like, hey, that sounds like Eddie Van Halen. And Eddie Van Halen was like, yeah, that is me. <laughs> and right, he didn't get paid for it because he did it as a favor for this other dude. Yeah, and all that stuff. That's what I heard. Yeah, the, I mean, the, there's a Rolling Stone article from like 2012 where it's like the real story behind Beat It or whatever. And according to that or whatever, uh, he came in like Quincy Jones asked Eddie Van Halen to come in to do it. He came in, he saw it. Michael was someplace else like doing something else and he heard like the track and he was just like you know what i'm gonna you know move this part to this part and then do this or whatever then he came in shredded it in one take and then michael came back and was like you know hee hee that's really good daddy and then that's that's the story you know i mean but again like the street rumor he back didn't get paid that's what i heard yeah i, I know i think he did it for i heard he didn't get paid for it either in that article it said he didn't get paid for it either you know right. that's but yeah. like they were on stage together, and nobody got the bionic elbow. So yeah. uh, um, I guess something. Uh, what did you say? You I made, said me? you made a wrestling reference. Oh, oh, fuck Hulk Hogan. Thank yeah. You. Okay. So, so yeah, I mean, if, I'll. I mean, if I find that link or whatever, I'll send that to y'all. But yeah, that's what I heard too. I mean, it's. I, I mean, you know, hey, we're at that age where people that we really grew up admiring are dying. And that's really fucking sucks. I, I got a it's I got a whole collection of CDs that oh yeah that person ain't here no more. Yeah, it just uh, sucks. And yeah, it's amazing. It Prince. Yeah, it's just Whitney Houston, Michael I, Jackson. Yeah, Luther Vandross. And they, oh god, and they barely got it past that. Mm-hmm. Done stuff. All right, so yeah, that's our little Eddie Van Halen tribute. All right, so let's get back to where we are. Hutch, you're going to stay, man. You might as well. Uh, au revoir, goddammit. <laughs> All right, so it's X-Men, the animated series, y'all. It's season two. We're trying to chuck through this, uh, playing uh, producer of this show and the other podcast that we do. 
was trying to get through season two so we could start season three, which is the Phoenix Saga, when we kick it back to season 11 for the Marvel Hacks so we can get into, excuse me, new X-Men, 1992-ish as, as well. So we could kind of, not that they parallel anything with the stories, but it's just like a good starting point. So we have so many more issues to get through for this freaking season. So we're going to double up tonight with the time travelers here. This aired on December 11th. And December 18th of 1993, it stars two characters of uh, Marvel Comics that suck. I mean, for lack of a better term, they both suck. And these are the, the animated versions are even suckier versions than the comic book versions. And that says a lot. <laughs> so, is anybody, anybody cheering for Bishop or, 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 or Cable here? Anybody? Anyone? Bueller? I think Bishop was better when he first came out than he is now yeah i mean they've they've gone through this like cop you know they've made him a cop and they've they've sort of they made him sort of a modern day luke cage mm-hmm. i mean they, they took a lot of the luke cageisms that yeah. i know you really don't like and projected yeah. them onto luke bishop as well mm-hmm. um lucas bishop yeah i'm i'm actually i'm i want to I want to go. I'm looking forward to getting back into like his original stories because I feel like he's gone a direction. I don't know. I feel like there was more there than than maybe maybe we've ended up actually getting. But yeah, the comic book version. I mean, or the cartoon version. I, the 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 main thing we get here is the spectacular Jerry Curl mullet. Yeah. <laughs> in the animation. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of moments here too with the uh, the dialogue between like. And also, Apocalypse makes his way back here, and he shows up as a black man. Which, oh, that's right. Yeah, he's disguised. Yeah, yeah. spoiler alert. Uh, But yeah, it's it's interesting that that would be his um, disguise in the real world, so to speak. Uh, But I'll get into it. All right. So, everybody, go ahead and load up your Disney Plus. I'm going to do it on the share screen, so you guys don't have to if you don't want to. Let me see if I can share my screen. You see anything from uh, students? Don't look. All right. So it's Time Fugitives Part 1. I'm going to click this on. Let me make sure y'all can see it, unless y'all have to pull it up yourselves. Disney Plus logo. Can y'all see it? Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. So if you're listening along on the podcast or watching along, we're going to hit you on the three, two, one count and we'll hit this on brother Beaver. So get us with our previously on X-Men and we'll go Hmm. from there. So three, two, one. Previously on X-Men. We get the Bishop recap from uh, days of future past. Rebels. Our boy Forge. Mm-mm. Sporting the D&D mustache. Yeah. <laughs> now he was a what exactly kind of he was a cop from the messed up future, right? Yes. But, but from you, which never really made a lot of sense to me. I, I don't know. Yeah, the, he was uh, the cartoon. Yeah. In the yeah. cartoon, he's a sentinel enforcer in the Comic, he was part of the XSE, which was I can't remember. I think they were 
I can't remember if they were like mutants that police mutants or something else beyond that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really got what it was because he was in a, like a squad of three guys. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember at all who the other two were. Yeah, and then his sister had previously, previously on X Men, uh, his sister had bit it. Shard, shard, that's right. Then they shard. brought her back in various forms. My, you missed that shot there. Bishop has about seventy-five teeth. Just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> and that little color shot where he spins out through time—that's going to come back in season four oh, or yeah. five. Oh my god! That one's the rough. worst episode of all time. They like reusing those shots, don't they? Mm. Our filmation was bad. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Finished up that Gambit series. It sucked. <laughs> 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 You're following Which the one? Home. It sucked. Yeah. Which one? The limited series we talked about before. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Original. Yeah, yeah. Thieves and Assassins. Now, um, I think this was made by Fox, which is probably why they get away with all of these Terminator ripoff robots here. Because <laughs> uh, Fox would have definitely had an issue here. Yeah. Yeah, it's a straight I up. Mean, I mean, it's not. They're not even trying to be cool. I mean, that's a straight no, up. No, this is a fuel of a hundred percent ripoff. Yeah. It's bad that I thought the black lady was gonna die. Look at her high top, saying, "Man, like, damn, her fade yeah, is super tight." She, yeah, she got the. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little jealous. Of the Grace Jones version of. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you wouldn't think you could get a, a cut like that in 8000 AD or whatever. Man, you wouldn't think. The year three nine nine nine. Oh, Random this guy. Movies. Well, that's uh, that's one of the Weapon X dudes. Yeah. Actually, these these there are a couple. I I don't think all of them, but some of them are from like what they ended up like the Wolf Pack in the mm. actual comics. The chick with the Molly oh. Crew like stripes on her face, and yeah. the Kane with the double metal arms. Those are all Wolf Pack people, along with Grizzly and somebody else. <clears throat> the chick with the fade is not. She's not canon. Exterminate the vermin. Yeah. As I'm watching this, I again throw it back to this X Men Swords thing where they're talking about the original four horsemen of the apocalypse and all this other stuff, man. Yikes. Oh, yeah, uh my dude is just really taking it into a different level, man. So Hickman's R- gone Rick Flair on a different level. Tully Blanchard. <laughs> Arn Anderson. <laughs> Now, wasn't he's about to pull up this thing? Wasn't his original like little thing that talked to him called um, Xavier? Like in I the comics? I thought it was no. I think it was always Gray Malkin was his ship. Gray right? Malkin, okay. Yeah, the ship. Yeah, he's got. The, he's kind of got the, like a mother box, right? Which is a straight pretty up much. Piece. Yeah, uh, but um, I forget what he called it. Oh, that's a good point. That is another way that they bit off DC. Look at that Terminator robot. And I mean, every I mean, it's no originality. They just modified a few things. And, you know, what can I do? 
his design uh, sucks. I mean, <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> I mean, the, the pads, the pockets. I mean, in, yeah. in fact, his pockets are toned down. Mm-hmm. Like he Ray said. Yeah. Oh, they he's way toned down from the, the comic. <laughs> this is a tame version. Yeah. Uh, all right. So if you watched a previous episodes here, you're going to, not yet, but it's going to see like, it's just going to really be reprinting like episodes or things that they did. Like it had to be a budget issue. The Wolverine skeleton. Yeah. yeah. It's a uh, pretty much a staple of Elseworlds story. I think there was even a uh, there was even a new Warriors Elseworld story where um, Wolverine Skeleton made a of course made a appearance. Mm-hmm. Now there's a play timeline. Yeah, yeah. And this is a play off yeah. the uh, the Legacy virus or whatever that had been going on at the time. Well, was it uh, Legacy or Trans Mode? Yeah, that's right. You you know. I didn't understand, like, I mean, again, we're doing time travel or whatever, and I did watch Endgame today. Like, you know. (laughs) Of uh, course you watched Back to the Future is bullshit. So, basically. (laughs) (laughs) That's basically it. Look at that virus. Give it to me. (laughs) X-Men? Or the X-Men. <laughs> it never not makes me laugh. Get me back there. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were rocking the X Men's colors, though. If they were not in that timeline, so hey, to be fair and not sexist as we normally are in here, Bishop didn't got no cakes. Just <laughs> 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 saying. Nah. That's a newspaper, kids. Google now, it. Yeah. Now, this, isn't, this is now, uh, is this pages we already paid for? Yeah. Three bucks for a newspaper. What kind of damn? Not yeah. even Sunday. Yeah. Sunday edition. They got to be told the truth. Not truth. The truth. <laughs> T-R-O-O-F. All right. CD player. Google it, kids. <laughs> Google it. A CD player. Yeah, she keeps breaking her CD player because of her powers. Now see, now see, now that's, I mean, spoiler alert, that's Apocalypse, nice Apple Watch there, by the way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's Apocalypse, allegedly. Um, but he's much whiter than he is in Is episode. that Apocalypse or is that just a random front of humanity person? I think, like, if you check the suit, it's pretty much the same suit he's wearing when he turns. All right, that's not. I'm just saying. That's not yeah, that's not Green Creed, right? I thought that. No, was, that's uh, not Green. Yeah. My man rocking the uh, Bob Evans manager look of short sleeve <laughs> shirt and tie. Got <laughs> the fever. Jubilee's useless. Get her. He needs to get control of her damn powers. He's always fucking shit up. He sucks. <laughs> yes, not, he does. Not the mist. She can fall off the mist. 
terrible. Man. So useless. She'd, have, she'd be in real trouble if she had to do something in a hurry. Mm. I've run every test. You still suck. <laughs> Zero cakes. Oh my gosh. Look at Gene's cakes, man. Look, that is awful. Where I can't look at them. Where are they? <laughs> exactly. Are you gonna have on high rise pants and still no cakes? That's terrible. Terrible. I wonder. Beast, world's greatest detective. Now, mind you, remember he went to the hospital in season one and was just climbing in windows, too. What kind of security is in these hospitals, man? You can access files. What about HIPAA, Beast? HIPAA. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck your HIPAA. I come in the window. I do just what I want. No. Yeah, that's a nasty thing, virus. COVID ain't got shit on that. What's up? Mm. Yeah, this is also about to get some uh, recycled uh, stuff here. Mind you, by the way, just FYI, uh, we are also under lightweight quarantine in current times here. I'm just saying. (laughs) We're not for mutants or whatever. (gasps) Storm's like, that's that dude that was at the wall. Yes. Right in about five years, you're going to have to Google malls, too. Yeah, they, they don't the endangered list right now. Mm. Damn, they straight bone rushing. Open up, Applebee's. Ain't that, the, <laughs> ain't, that the, ain't that the mutant that don't even have powers? He just looks fucked up. Yeah, you talking about yeah. getting a, a, a double, a double uh, negative. Jesus, he ain't even got no powers. <laughs> It reminds me of that episode a couple of, of the boys a couple of weeks ago when uh, Homelander fantasizes killing all those people. <laughs> I was like, he did that shit. It's Bishop. What's that time to junkie doing back here? Yeah. <laughs> Jockey, I said, yeah, you're close enough. This is old. <laughs> Very old. Look at uh, it's Wolverine's special move, y'all. Behind the back, on the back, and the flip. One cl- yeah. Is, and he gets the same thing every time. <laughs> Everybody does that. He jumps on the back, gets immediately thrown off. He does that in so many cards. Brother, it's like anytime Flair goes to the top rope. No! (laughs) (laughs) Stone Forever getting shout out to Sky, too. It's a cliche, man. It's a running joke, man. The kick. The kick. Again? (laughs) (laughs) 
don't know. Mm. What's with the Billy the Kid uh, bib around his neck, too? Was that in the comics? Uh, <laughs> I, I think so. Wow. Yeah, that's definitely part of his, <laughs> his regular outfit. <laughs> that's not good. It's no theory. Don't let COVID dominate you. Mm. Mm. Maybe Trump is watching a bunch of old X Men animated series episodes. I was just about to say some, disturbing, some disturbing parallels <laughs> I mean, going damn. on here. Well, it's a it's a pretty practiced narrative. You just you know you roll it out <laughs> in these times. Oh, hey, look, wait. Okay. Maybe it's not him. Maybe it's just a different rando dude. But I thought that was the same dude. Yeah, I thought that guy was just friends of enhancement and enhancement or friends of humanity enhancement talent. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's great and true. Yes. Muhaha. Yeah. It looks a whole lot like the other dude. Maybe I don't know who was. Commercial break. Mm. Oh, apocalypse. Mm. As well, we had a much more functioning government in this X Men animated series than we currently have. Now, see, how did they show up to the freaking congressional hearings dressed like that? Like, how did they get through the doors? Bishop has a whole ass gun. On his back. Game Master, Nick Fury, GW Bridge, War Machine. Yeah. They did. Did they ever show the Avengers and the? Because um, yeah, Wolverine and like met Captain America like some. Uh, there. So there is a Captain America episode in like season five. Yeah. Is that that's um, they've been. I, I believe they showed Black Panther in one of them, right? I think that might be about it. Yeah, or maybe I'm, I'm thinking of another show, uh, Wolverine and the X Men. By the way, um, Rogue just got a peckerwood out on a Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> a peckerwood. Oh, whoa, Andre. <laughs> Mm. What's it Militia. One cop. They got one cop in Domestic the Domestic terrorist. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, Green is like, look at these abs, though. Pia. <laughs> Let the world see. I eat a bunch of fucking chicken and green beans and do crunches all day. <laughs> Let the world see. I've been doing 200 sit-ups a day. Cyclops is like, what? Check this, abs. (laughs) And then he got sick. (laughs) Oh, Beast is on it. Closer. Beast will figure that shit out. 
That's some Blade Runner hey. shit where you can get the camera, you can get the picture that's outside of the frame. That's that's yeah. good. <laughs> My great, he looked like he uh, brought his inhaler to the yeah. thing. <laughs> like, Let me get off. They send the whole team at least. Yeah. They usually yeah, do usually. piecemeal them. Muhaha. Mm. Like, I see you, bitch. Yes. Oh, he's black. Jesus, <laughs> we gotta stop him. <laughs> oh, dear. oh, oh nobody messes fence. up fences like Wolverine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nobody take, nobody takes out enhancement talent like Gambit. Man, listen. <laughs> a lot of ponytails within the French yeah, community. Right. Leave it to me. About me. I'm sick. <laughs> he should have worn a face mask. <laughs> yeah, he needs to social distance. <laughs> like, yo, Uh-oh. I get tested every day. How did he, I guess he found another shirt to put on at some point. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> oh, oh, oh. He's so oh. sick, but he got completely redressed. That makes sense. And put Let's his tie back on. Apocalypse is rocking some <laughs> very Negro. <laughs> Don't say uh, it. Uh, uh, um, got big nose, big lips, <laughs> dick hanging out. And say no more, Apocalypse. Yeah. He said it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Wow. Smart. Look at these two. Yeah. Nothing. Mm. Oh yeah. The uh, the combined might of the X Men Days of Future Past movie team. Wolverine. Oh, and, and Beast. <laughs> and Beast. Oh. My beautiful virus. Oh yeah, they think they won, but they don't. Yeah. Because me and get rich or die oh, trying, sorry. man. Could you imagine? Hey, let me go ahead and save this white supremacist. You gonna burn and die in this movie? <laughs> this freaking fire ain't taking your ass out of here. You know, to die. Nobody was watching. <laughs> Save Massa. Uh, no. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Ah, the cable gasm. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> I love this line at the end. To save my world, I have to destroy another <laughs> one. Eliana. A back Anybody seen New Mutant shit? Hell no. No. <laughs> and yes, I have no plans of things. I was interested, yeah. but not interested enough to risk my life. 
<laughs> yeah. It's going to transition to the next episode. Yeah, Hopefully I rewound it. I'm going to play yeah. now. It's going to play. It's going to play all of it. I got it. I think I set it up. Previously on X-Men. Some shit that you already saw from before that you already saw. <laughs> ah. Uh, you know, as this is playing through if we go back to X-Men Swords really quick again I'm going to try to explain this in less than a hundred words oh boy I ain't got it basically <laughs> is what I'm saying uh, Apocalypse uh, uh, Krakoa and the other island that it split or whatever we had read oh, those yeah. books or two or whatever Eric there's Cocker. just some whatever between the two of them and now there's the the mysterious black and white character that always appears in yeah. Jonathan Hickman's books. That's mm. like Apocalypse's son from a different era or some shit. I thought it was a woman, but I guess not. And it's just a mess. It's just a mess. Like, And I wonder if it would have made more sense had we not um, had the year off or whatever between House of X, but it's just a hot mess. Uh, trying to read it. Yeah. Trying to read it, it was like us jumping into those um, uh, Hickman Avengers books. Without having read yeah. the one before, it's just a yeah, that's, so. Yeah, that doesn't work out so well. Yeah. It is what it is. They are what they are. So, but I was like, man, sixty-six pages. This is a lot of. This is a lot. That's a lot. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a beautiful book though. One of the dudes that did House of X is doing the art on it. I don't remember which oh. one it is, but it's actually a beautiful book. Yeah, that dude can draw. Whatever his name. Yeah, is. for sure. But yeah, I. I Again, I would suggest you read it at some point in time in your life, but uh, definitely after a payday or two, a king-size uh, payday, so <laughs> you have some time in the bathroom to spend because it's going to take you a minute. So basically, this is going to just recap the other episode and just stick Bishop into some or cable into some spots where Bishop was. I mean, this is basically all it is, right? They did not have to do any additional animation in certain parts. It is just a, yeah. uh, a full ass recap. This was like the uh, the get back on schedule episode. Yeah, <laughs> like we need to get these dudes a week off. Do you guys remember? Um, there was I can't. I guess it was the crossover. Where Strife was the big bad, and I can't remember which one it was. It was shortly after the. Well, I don't even know. Yeah, it would. It would have been after the um, the blue and gold teams, but mm. there was a crossover where Strife was the big bad, and uh, the whole the whole first encounter of like Bishop Cyclops Wolverine was like a huge deal. You guys remember that crossover? I can't remember what even the point was. It was hmm. like it wasn't Extinction Agenda. It was shoot. Um, I have to Google it. Um, I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, the whole hey, thing was I'm crazy. a sucky yeah. '90s villain. You're a sucky '90s hero. Let's battle. Take that <laughs> ass out of. Which one of us is more '90s? Mm. Mm. Randomly shooting black dudes in the street sounds very good, familiar. Ah, I ain't got no time for this. We got to be told the truth. No, 
you know, with all his, his nebulous powers. Yeah. <laughs> if only Jamie Lannister and them had that power, they could have escaped that <laughs> death by rocks falling <laughs> on. <laughs> mm. Wow. See, I, you know, I, I finally started to uh, sort of, I, I, I gave you the it is known line today. I started to, I was like, maybe it's time to be okay with Game of Thrones again. No, it's not. No, it's not. No. Nope. That time's never going to come. Yep, still too <laughs> soon. Yeah. I was telling my wife the other day, I was like, we got to finish that for you, but I just meant in so bad, I, don't even, I, I can't do it. It's better. I think it's, yeah. I feel like it's better if you don't. Exactly. I'm so it was so disappointing. Yeah, I, I, I it's really bad. Yeah. You damn fool. What's up? How they fit four people through that doorway? <laughs> okay, that is. See, look at that. You see what I'm saying? Like that's the dude that's talking. If you see his tire, whatever. But then yeah, when yeah. he goes back to the to, to Creed's crib or whatever, he's definitely more light skinned. The uh, executioner's song. Executioner's song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that was a that was a hard read. If I yeah, I I, what I remember. Agreed. Yeah. That was about the time I was kind of like, yeah, I think I'm done with that. Wow. Yeah, there was those were all that was the period where it was like um the the books in between were trash because they were just holding off until the next event came up and then the event was stupid. So yeah. that's that sounds familiar. I got into it with this dude on Twitter this week or whatever. He was talking about the books. Like essentially everything that happened in the X Men in the last seven to ten years. And he was like, oh, you know, the book, the, remember the Rosenberg books right before House of X or whatever, those 20 some odd issues um, that didn't mean yeah. anything right before uh, Hickman rebooted it for House of X. And he's like, oh, those books were good. I'm like, were they? Like, because nothing happened in those books yeah. at all. Yeah. And if like, something did happen, it was completely, completely insignificant. Off. He's like, oh, uh, something has to happen for the book to, to be good. I'm like, yes, it would help. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, kind of speaking of, since this is obviously trash, I started listening to the book. So you got me turned on to the Jim Cornette stuff. And Jim Cornette, yeah. like, he has valid points, but he's definitely a grumpy old man. So I started, yeah. I actually got turned on to the Busted Open podcast on, or not podcast, mm-hmm. a radio show on Sirius, where they're, they're like, um, they talk a lot about sort of the AW, NXT, and, and wrestling in general, but like, I think uh, Bubba Ray Dudley is one of the guys and, and Mark Henry and this other dude. And mm. it's interesting because they're like, like Bubba Ray's t- take is like, hey, look, if you're going to give me spot fest and that's how things people do that, that's what people like now. I get mm. that, but you still have to like tell a story and it still has mm. to make sense. And so it's uh, been interesting because yeah. it's like, they're at least like, I, I get that this is different. And but I want to like it, but you have to do some of the things about the what what made wrestling good to make it all right. It was it's mm. just kind of interesting. Like yeah, it's not the this isn't 1980, so this sucks. But it's like hey, there were things about that that you're still missing out on. You need to work yeah. on that. So 
yeah, their I mean, perspective. We talked about this on here before about the parallels between this and wrestling. You know about you know how it you know is it's it's the same but different. And you know we've had to go over to the point of like accepting that is different and that being okay. Like, you know, it's not made for people that can hold, you know, that have an attention span for more than, you know, 10 minutes. It's not yeah. made for that group of people. It's made for people that, you know, a completely microwave kind of group of people. And that's okay too. It's just, you know, being okay with that. But there are parts of it that, you know, like, Hey, like we said on comics before, like it, it would be okay to have a dialogue box, a plot box, a, a thought box and a comic book as opposed to just trying to play everything out on the page and splash pages. I mean, yeah. you know, an AEW is a big splash page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, like, Mar- like Comic Continuity is, is an interesting thing because yeah. it's like, I, you know, it's not like you have to call back to every other story, but when you constantly recycle and just, when you keep pumping out stories that have no regard for anything that ever come before and just constantly yeah. start over, that's when it gets rough. Yeah. Like I was like to that dude, I was like, "Tell me one thing that happened in them twenty-four issues that has any significance to comic books right now." Yeah, and he couldn't say anything. I'm I, like, I remember the big deal about Wolfsbane getting killed, right? And that well, so anybody dying is pointless yeah. at this point. Pretty much. Hey, look, they're all attacking Bishop. Well, duh. He's the, our, our uh, yeah. Uh, Cable. cable. He still sucks. Look at her freaking shooting lightning. I don't yeah. need this. Body slide. Computer. I'm surprised they were able to keep the, his eye with the actual uh, supposed to be scars on it. I don't know. It looks like kiss makeup in this. But uh, <laughs> from, uh, from jumping to the other eye, that's, that's a big thing in the comics. That happens all the time. They both rock the mascara on the eye, by the way. Oh, that's a throwback to Return of the Jedi. <laughs> oh, yeah, he actually works the fingers and everything. Mm-hmm. Although, technically, that's not how is. It's not a robot arm. It's a. It's a. Uh, what's a Technovirus arm, right? Technovirus right. arm, yeah. Like uh, Warlocks, yeah. He's like, I know about that nigga. <laughs> That's my daddy. This is how he finds out about Wolverine. I crack up at looking at Storm's picture there, but <laughs> my nose like I just look like that's her senior picture. Like, hey, <laughs> nobody wants to tell you anything about Gambit. He sucks. Go back to the other. <laughs> You've just given me an idea. They even made his projection small. Yeah, he funny. does. He does have Paul Stanley makeup. That you're, <laughs> that's a good call, Sam. Man, I mean, it, it's a straight up. I mean, they even you know it's a, it's a kids uh, uh, TV show, so they're not they're not trying to make scars on anybody. They just change it to kids makeup. <laughs> Look at the size of that microphone. Jeez, knocks somebody out with that much. Yeah, they let us know it was the hearing room. That's a payphone, kids. Google it. <laughs> Hard pressed to find one. What? 
Thank God it's at hearing room. He wouldn't have known where to go. Exactly. What did you guys think about Cable in, in Deadpool 2? Was he as bad as he could have been? Better than you hoped? Worth seeing another movie? I didn't think, I mean, he was, he was, as because uh, Thanos played him, right? That's what it was him. Yeah. Um, um, he was better than I thought what he would be, I'll say that. Uh, any of my favorite ca- uh, character or nothing, but he's, uh, him playing off Deadpool actually uh, worked for me. Uh, I don't necessarily love that movie, but it's I, I, it was entertaining. Tell him, producer. Sorry. Uh, I, it was a character that I like. If you were gonna play it, you probably shouldn't. You should have given him some serious lines, I guess, like to make him kind of serious first. Uh, I just the movie just. No, I, di- I didn't care for it. Like it wasn't like he was in on the joke. It was yeah. he was a part of the joke. So no. Yeah, I kind of I come down similar to Sandman. I thought you know it could have been worse. Yeah. I think it was pulled off that you know it carried enough of the design forward. Was you know. You know yeah, I mean they took it, they took it seriously, but yeah, I mean he's not my favorite character or anything. So oh I no. Care. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cable's my favorite character. Said no one, nowhere yeah. ever. <laughs> oh, oh, look at this! Oh, oh, oh! What's this? What's this? She just tried to make sense of two hundred years of or two hundred issues of X Men comics, yeah, and her exactly. brain exploded. <laughs> they sold Apocalypse, but not sinister. Yeah, that's oh. true. Gambit's the one who's like, what about Wolverine? <laughs> it's like, I thought you hated him. <laughs> nah, we're fine. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> oh, don't make me pop these claws that I'm not going to use. <laughs> that I can't use. Cause this yeah, is, uh, you're lucky the comic codes between you and me. This is TV10. Paul Stanley. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm with you, baby. Uh, uh, I can't let you do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh, I'm just no, trying to no, have no, sex with a prostitute. Nobody yeah, better be dude. somebody. <laughs> my man was like, "My name is Bennett, and I ain't in it. I'm just keep <laughs> on walking. I got nothing to do with this." Yeah, the amount of just repeat shots here is just amazing. It's amazing, yeah. They really, literally just repeat the other story. It, it definitely feels like uh, they were just like, well, we're done with this whole thing. Sorry. I touched Cable's mind. Oh, is that all you touched? <laughs> Slow. <laughs> <laughs> well, so does she just realize that he is... Um. I was, trying to, I was trying to realize her relationship to him, which is nothing. Well, Does she just realize that he is the child of Cyclops and Madeline Pryor? Yeah. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, that's her clone gives birth to him. That is more important than you'll never know. And well, gee, who the fuck is Madeline Pryor? Yeah. Which... <laughs> <laughs> Jean be keeping hella secrets because she knew the secret about uh, 
freaking his father to a Corsair in yeah, season three true. too. He's like, no, I'm not telling oh, him that either. Damn, bitch. You gonna tell me something? <laughs> that was like a shot <laughs> from season one. Well, Wolverine, oh, we need fence. this fence now. Oh, oh damn, he ain't Cyclops here. took the fence out that time. Damn. Ah. Oh, exactly- yeah, because Wolverine's not there. Like, yeah. How are we get these through this fence? Cyclops or Wolverine's not here. <laughs> I don't believe Gambit has any speaking lines in his episode before the last few. one. Yeah. Oh, all he did say what about fans. Wolverine? He was yeah. the one who was saying Oh All the friends of humanity dudes got like porn stashes and like mullets and ponytails and yeah. Yeah. It calls it's, money. Look, her lip gloss is on fire. Look at that lip gloss. You kidding me? Damn. That was glamour stuff. Get us down to the lab. Nice. I'm sick. I'm sick. Now, is that a suit, coat, jacket? Like, why is it so long? Uh, I think it's supposed to be white. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be white, like a medical jacket, and they Mm. probably didn't get. By slide by two. <laughs> oh. Your name is Gambit. Remember <laughs> it. Oh, <laughs> Your puny weapons can never prevail. It's a lips. Like, oh, double pump this shit. Oh. Yes. Oh. beyond mutants. As maybe are beyond you. Apocalypse sucks. If you didn't know, look at the A belt that I have wrapped around my waist for Apocalypse. <laughs> I can take any form that I choose and I still choose to look like this. Scott! No nope. power. Uh, if you thought Kang was the worst villain in Marvel, <laughs> you should take a good look at me. You know what? I can't even argue that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I hate Kang. Apocalypse is a freaking. Oh, he's so... I still don't know what his goal is. <laughs> he wears purple and green, but I have a giant A on my belt. Yeah. <laughs> Parts unknown, time unknown. I am literally the Sid Vicious of Marvel. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've saved us all. Plasma grenade. (sighs) Just saying, antibodies right now are a big thing to... He, so does he take a sample of that, or does like they, he just fights it off and that's it? That well, once it? he's fought it off, then he has the antibodies in the system that yeah. people like beast. This is some um, I am legend shit. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Some, yeah. And it's a good. Nope. <laughs> and of course, the building has to explode. So. So. I feel like uh, when we look back on this, this is not one of the podcasts where we really shined because this material <laughs> is trash. 
And we've got a we've got a three banger ahead of us that is way worse oh, than this. Yes, agreed. I mean, there the next three episodes are rough. Like <laughs> Bishop's is leaving. Like bye. See ya. Maybe we can can we like uh, play it on like like don't share the video but play it on fast forward and just clown it in, like super fast time. Hey, we're just gonna talk about shit for the next sixty minutes. Hey, Hutch is back. I've been oh. listening to this. I mean, and you're you're what right plague? on everything, right? <laughs> but actually, I do like uh, apocalypse. Come on, what? <laughs> I do like apocalypse. Uh, really? Yes. Oh, so here's a question for the DC fans. So is Apocalypse? Does he? Is he? Uh, who is his DC counterpart? Dark Side? Oh no, Dark Side is more it's Thanos, right? He's kind of an offshoot of, uh, well, I guess it would be Dark Side, kind of. I think yeah, they just Dark, like, yeah, took Apocal- Who is the person on DC side that's? I I mean I'm I'm pro mutant. Well, actually. Black is it Black Adam kind of? They Black oh, Adam plays on that the Egyptian shit and the uh, I was a good guy back in the old days and or back in that time and I mean in that regard is Black Adam closer to Magneto in that regard? There's some crossover there, but there is sure. Y'all know, but, y'all know uh, I'm out of my depth. So, but but I but I let's see. Is there anybody else that's just that's apocalypse? I, is there I'm any DC right? I'm the survival of the fittest. Brainiac. Maybe, maybe it's Vandal Savage. Mm, yeah. Mm. Vandal Savage is kind of a, 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 a just straight up villain, though. I mean, and he just want to conquer the, the world. He, he's kind of evolved a bit. He used to be right. Yeah. He was just kind he's of a, old, a yeah. Neanderthal dude. And now they made yeah. him some type of megalomaniac feeling. This is an interesting yeah. question because I think on the hero side, there's so many like direct parallels, but yeah, and certainly on the villain side, but maybe not as consistently. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, well, or maybe DC was like, "No, Apocalypse sucks. We're not gonna rip you off. <laughs> That's all you." Mm. All you. Yeah, yeah. I, but I like Apoc- Apocalypse when he first came out in that X X Factor. Yeah, X Factor. He was, uh, yeah, just just popped up. Yeah, I'm this bad mutant, and I dress you know, horrible like, and whatever was, else. That was yeah, kind of awful. Just, but he kind of evolved oh. into something better than that. <laughs> but this, that new <laughs> book of X or whatever is coming yeah. out. We got to talk mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Or X of Swords or whatever that is. Yeah. We don't have Somebody to. Oh, well, eventually. Choose not to. But I oh. like Apocalypse. That movie was horrible. It didn't. It did no good for him. And his cartoon oh, didn't help him either. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't know of the DC counterpart. I think more than anything, like with the cartoon at least, is that they keep coming back to him. You know, like, it, it's, you know, like, hey, we have these stories or whatever, but you know what? Every time that there's, like, a lull, let's bring back an apocalypse story. Bring it back. Like, you know, like, I think he appears next, you know, when they go back to where his his ship comes back, like, from where his ship is sentient, maybe in season four, you know, where they bring him back again, you know, just to kind of, you know, keep throwing him in there. You know, Fox Marvel had, or Fox movies had a chance there, 
to make him a credible villain across, you know, at least one movie platform, and they just fumbled the ball completely. And yeah. they, did they even? Did they even take the field? Let alone fumble the ball. I mean, they made it like a a freaking Voltron villain, essentially, man. Yeah, I think maybe if they had left the Four Horsemen for a second story and just dealt with Apocalypse, maybe they could have done something. Right. That's all all he's been doing for the last five, six thousand years, making up crappy uh, war, famine, whatever else, horsemen, they all get their ass beat. But you could have made that... But you could have made that movie and not use Storm, Psylocke, Magneto, and who was the fourth horse? Archangel. Archangel. The one that was actually one of the horses. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That which made sense, but the rest of them didn't. Yeah. Yep. Screwed up completely. It was terrible. To take the coin the words of ECW, you fucked up. You fucked up. You fucked up. <laughs> That's a wrestling reference, by the way. So fuck you, Hulk Hogan. Thank you. Um, but they they want to make Magneto a kind of a good guy or the a tweener. Queen guy. The tweener. So they got yeah. So who's the next billing up? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, who's left? It's got. It's apocalypse now. I see. Yeah. I disagree with that. I mean, the, I, the Hellfire Club. Yeah. Sinister. They haven't sinister. done a legitimate they made, sinister. They, they, they made sinister uh, a, a sweet me. In the comics, guy. but they haven't done. They, they haven't done, done a legitimate version. sinister story. They teased yeah. it at the so end of have, Logan. Yeah, so they have. They have something there. They could have done that. I mean, they have. They have other villains that they could use. It's just they were like, "Hey, this Fastbender dude's really good at this. Like, let's just keep forcing him into movies." That's basically what it was. Or he but already they, had a contract. The X Men would work if they against a like another team. Yeah. Which you know, like if they they put him against the Re- not the Reavers, but the the Marauders, for example. Or the Hellfire Club, yeah. or I mean, there are other they like they could put the X Men against a team without having have like you know an Alpha Dog no. like Apocalypse or Magneto or whoever. Mm. Well, I mean, we have that. I mean, it's off topic for this podcast, but it's pretty much the same problem that the Fantastic Four movies keep having. It's like, hey, we gotta get Doctor Doom in this fucking movie, <laughs> and it's just like, well, you could have led off with you know the. Right, anybody, it, you know, a incredible villain at this point. You know, he doesn't have to look like a dude with freaking coat, you know, coat or glasses or whatever. You could have made some version of that and left Doctor Doom for some other time and just keep forcing that. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I think the 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 fact that they can't bring so the comics will bring Magneto in and out. The movie doesn't seem to be capable of doing that. They haven't no. made an X Men <laughs> movie without Magneto at this point, and I think that's part of the problem. Yeah. No other credible villains. As Brother Beavis said, the next stretch of three shows, issues of this are... Wow, wow, wow. Yippee-yo, yippee-yay. There's a solo Moria... Was there a Moria McTaggart? No, Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Beast, Mojo Vision, and... Mojo. Oh, God almighty. And what else? What's the other one? I don't remember, but it's shitty. It's gotta be horrible if you can't remember it. Uh, it's pretty bad. There, 
bad. Like those three before are all really bad. And um, yeah, I mean, in a theory, we should skip it. But just in a theory, episodes and put them into the tree shredder and yeah. There's a theory that says, "Oh my God, just skip it and get to the end where you get the stuff back with Sinister and and the um and the stuff on Savage Land." But there's also a theory that says these are so bad and the jokes will write themselves. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. It's very possible that all of those jokes will just write themselves. You brought up a good point, though. We we got denied two weeks of the uh, Savage Land storyline. We yeah. didn't get any yeah, further into that. that. Oh, yeah, man. Yep. Yeah. Which is the B plot of the entire season. But I mean, but I but I would say is the best part. Like if you could if you could uh, get the Phantom Menace cut of X Men animated series season two that just had the first couple and the last couple and then the Savage Land series, you might have some on your hands there. <laughs> Who wants to do that, Eddie Job? Yeah, yeah. no job, no job. <laughs> nice. Okay, so we'll um. We'll try to figure it out, but I really just want to get to like the end of this. Like that's really my goal. And again, uh, season eleven for the Marvel Hacks is where we're going to get into these freaking this new X Men books, and, which I've been reading, you know. And again, they are not one shit books. Um, and I was just I was kind of going through those books or whatever, and um, like I think the fourth issue in is the the Claremont's run ends on X Men. Yeah, like I think it's four issues in. You know, I was like, yeah. man, this first story is like at the Magneto story, but the acolytes. And I was like, wait, issue one, issue two, issue three, issue four. It's a whole ass long story just to get through the first arc. And there's four <laughs> issues. Before yeah, it- and if I recall correctly, like the gold story doesn't even pick up until after that, right? Like yeah, they published it at the same time, but essentially, like uh, uh, what is two eighty two or what or two to three, whatever yeah. it is. Like occurs after or at the same time as X Men Four. Yeah, no, they're literally running SmackDown and Raw. Like those, the brands <laughs> yes. don't exist or they don't coexist there for a little bit. Right, and which is fine, but yeah. you know, there's a Bishop story in there uh, too. Uh, yeah, and and X Men is Raw and Uncanny X Men is SmackDown. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, is the the, <laughs> the um, and the I guess fuck you, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. The differences are drastic uh, in terms of the quality and, uh, well, basically of the quality. So, but yeah, we'll we'll get to that here momentarily or shortly, uh, soon enough or whatever. But um, yeah, I just wanted to I wanted to like kind of pair those together, and that would just be us crunching through a bunch of these sorry X Men episodes. But um, we'll see how that goes. All right, I think you just did. Uh, huh, I know. Uh, so again, as the producer of this podcast, um, remember you can find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify. Just stick in Brothers Comics; it'll show up on any of your podcasting streaming apps. You know, whatever. Uh, so yeah, do that. Um, other than that, looking ahead, probably be a Bengals podcast this weekend after they lose to the Ravens. <sighs> oh yeah. Uh, if you like angry podcasts, tune in about. 15 on Sunday. Um, yeah, that'll be a good one. Yeah. That'll be good. If you just like to hear people bitching, that'll be good. And we'll pick back up with this uh, podcast here uh, shortly, along with the Marvel Hacks. So, all right. 
So as the X-Men animated series starts to play us out, Apocalypse is making his appearance in the video version there. He's awful thin there. Like, that's... This is pretty lean. Yeah, he is pretty lean. That's the the chest version or the checkered chest version? This is chest, but... um. Mm -hmm. I always yes. thought they tried to they fashion him after Dennis Rodman or something. But yeah, that's nothing. That's what I always thought. Mm. He, I, I don't know if you were listening, Hutch. He definitely has Negro features for sure. Oh, oh, like yeah, the God. nose, the lips. Like that's he's definitely black. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. The original Asiatic. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. So again, that's the producer. I'm signing off. Sam, man, go ahead and sign off. All right, people. Uh, stay safe. We'll see you on the next episode. Cool, 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 cool. There's a lot of comic book news that's coming out in movies and stuff. I, I probably, it should have been a blurred note slipped in there too, but we went with Eddie Van Halen. So, yeah, but yeah, like, ramp you know, Doctor Strange. No, that's fine. Doctor Strange is going to be in Spider Man Three. I mean, that, you know, there's a lot of Jamie Foxx coming back for Spider Man Three. Also, did you hear that news? As Electro? Yes, Awful. we heard it. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll fight all of you. He is not the problem in Spider, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. He is not the problem. Dukes. He ain't the problem, though. You're, that's a true statement. That doesn't yes. mean he's a good part of it. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that He's not the problem. It's just he, the whole movie is the problem. That, that whole movie is a, a problem. Yeah, he, but he is not the problem. It's just it, overall that the whole last movie is a problem. Hey. So yeah, right. he wasn't. Well, he wasn't doing. He wasn't doing Oscar work either. But that movie was. Uh, yeah, it definitely seems like we're going to get this whole multiverse full of whatever things here coming up, y'all. Like it's going. Better than the lizard. Yeah, it's going to be all over the place. <laughs> once once Wanda and Vision hit, or Wanda Vision hits, I uh, think uh, all bets are off, dude. Like everything uh, is on the table. So, yep, every every door is open at that point. Uh, Brother Beavis, go ahead and sign off. All right, see you guys next time. Uh, rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. That's for sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Hutch, you're going to be fired, man. I like how you just popped uh, in for the end. Hell, have a good evening. Yeah. Hey, hey, he had a good plan. He did. <laughs> brain. Like, I'm the brain of this outfit. I'm going to do, hey, I'm I mean, gonna do that next he, week. He, he ate the shit sandwich and only got the bun. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do that next week for Beauty and the Beast. I'm going to start y'all and I'm just going to take it. <laughs> oh, back. I was going to do that too. <laughs> you feel okay? Are you standing on the earth yet? Because, uh, yeah, I'm done. All right, we'll see y'all on the other side. Peace, people. Peace. Peace. See you.